This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to Fox Given, the one where we talk about the unsuccessful threesome and hemorrhoids. Well, hello there, Reed. In hey, Florence. Blanket wrapped up like a little bumhole. Yes, my little bumhole. I'm feeling sorry for myself because I came back from holiday yesterday and I don't feel well. Picked up something from somewhere and Ooh. I'm I'm being punished for having like lots of fun. For like having lots of sex fun. <laughs> UTI, urinary tract infection, and piles. Holy the holy trinity of Holy shit. Trinity. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel good. I w- really wish I had one of those like, you know, like the donut ring cushions right now. That oh would be, my god. That would be so good. Yes. Yeah. You know what? The more the more I talk about it with people, the more I realise how many people have had piles slash hemorrhoids. Yeah. So many people. Probably I've about definitely half my got friends. something going on down there. Yeah. I think I was talking to you about it. You were like, well, most people in their 30s, it's been like quite a long time to like live with your bumhole for. So obviously something's gonna have happened down there. I mean, your bumhole goes through like a lot of stress every day, every day. Uh-huh. And it's the exact same muscle as your mouth. And <sighs> I mean, our mouths, well, I think Wait, our mouths what? can deal with a little bit more. Apparently so. It's a sphincter, right? It's supposed to be the exact same color as your bumhole, your lips. Oh, really? Yeah, how lovely. How lovely. But yeah, it goes under a lot of stress. And when you put it under extra stress, like with sex. Yeah, exactly. With IBS or Mm -hmm. with drinking alcohol, partying, drugs, like all of it. My bum hole was just like, absolutely not. No, not today. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Checked out. Well, more like oh my god like literally checked out like popped out oh no <laughs> i know when you have to like <laughs> pop your little like bomb hole back in what happens you know? when you like this is a uh, just an inquiry what happens <laughs> when you have hemorrhoids but really like having anal sex like surely that just makes them worse you surely shouldn't have anal sex if you have hemorrhoids did you hear my stomach go then? <laughs> it was like it was really like, unhappy. Oh. It's like, oh, oh yeah. Um, no. <laughs> I would not recommend anal with hemorrhoids. No. Piles. I would not because what they are, are you've got glands inside your butthole. Um, and then mm. when, when, there's, when you're under a lot of stress or you're pushing too hard or your bowel movements are different, mm. these glands can swell. Um, they either get infected or they swell for whatever reason. And oh. a, a lot of the time, like, it's very normal. People can just, like, have that and it doesn't bother them. They don't notice it. But when they get really bad is when they swell to the point where every time you, like, take a shit then they can pop out or they're just out without the shit. And that's when they're really painful or itchy, uncomfortable, sore. Um, there's no way people are going to be wanting anal when they've got piles of hemorrhoids. And they can, you know, they're so normal. They they come, they go. Um, oh, so you're not stuck with them. They don't like no, come and no, then no, no. they live that's there That's it forever. for life. 
No, it's just, it's basically just like having a UTI, a urinary tract infection. They just come and go. You can get, you get medicine for them. Oh. Um, the worst thing to do is when you're sitting on the toilet and you're on your phone and you're not shitting. Oh you're God, just sitting there the relaxed time. and pushing. Yeah, because it puts a lot of pressure on those glands, on those like veins and all the stuff going down there yeah and that's what makes it worse and obviously when you've got the shits when you've got the runs you're just sit- sh- sitting there waiting for the shits to keep coming or to keep going i have Ugh. been in a similar boat today i'm not gonna lie i've mm-hmm. had one of those periods that has been so late it's been i think it's, it was like five days late or something which always happens to me when i fly when I when I have yeah. like jet lag and I'm yeah the jet lag just that mm. whole movement of the body if it coincides any time of my period then it, my period will be late and you know what happens when your period's late when it arrives it comes back with a vengeance yeah it's like running in quicksand it's like I don't know like extra thick extra bitchy extra like horrible. Oh my God. You just can't avoid. I had like the worst cramps this morning that they were like shooting pains down my legs. Oh my God, yeah. I was walking, I was like, I made myself go out on a walk and I was literally just walking around thinking if anyone knew how much pain I was in right now. (laughs) No wonder our pain tolerance is so fucking high. We just learn. We just learn to deal with pain. Just deal with it. Yeah, just, fucking hell. Life is pain. <laughs> Same with UTIs. Oh, my day. I get UTIs. I used to get UTIs all the mm. time. And like, obviously the biggest thing to stop a u- urinary tract infection is pee after sex. That's like yeah. the main thing. Number Do one. not be... Don't fuck dehydrated. This is why I got my UTI because I was dehydrated on holiday. We took shrooms and we ended up fucking on the balcony like dehydrated, like still, Wait, like maybe like, like filthy, <laughs> you know, like not clean, sweaty, sun creamy, sandy, probably. I don't know. I don't know where the sand's from. We weren't even at the beach that day, but you know, you just get sandy on a day for no fucking yeah, reason. Yeah. And we fucked, uh, well, f- fingered and fucked. And it was the thinker, I think. Oh, I think the fingering, the finger, yeah. The fingering, that's what. And then the UTI happens because I'm just so dehydrated. Probably, yeah, mainly probably the dehydration because... And did you pee afterwards? I mean, I feel like I pee after every sexual encounter, but maybe I just didn't pee enough. Oh, yeah. and my immune system's been down because it's been like a week of partying and, mm-hmm. and I mean, drinking and fun. I mean, it, it all makes sense, but yeah, don't you just feel surprised. like you're being, you're, you're being punished for yeah. having fun? My first time experiencing mushrooms was terrible. I had a really yeah. bad trip. I panicked loads. I basically had a four hour panic, panic attack. And that's because Shit. I was out camping with a group of people that I wasn't like super close with, a big group of people, 10 to yeah. 15 people. And I literally was like, it was intense. I had to go and sit on my own. This time I was just with Sam. We had some, we bought some shroom chocolate and it was so nice, Florence. It was, was like, it? it was so not. it was not like anything. I had expected. I didn't realize that shrooms could feel like that. I thought shrooms are really fucking intense. It was like all the best bits of, I don't know, like being like 
valiumed up and being high and it was really like nice and comfortable and dreamy and just like a bit silly and a bit leg wobbly and I was like is this what getting shroomed up is like no wonder everyone's fucking on it I would like to flag and highlight though that Mm -hmm. I microdosed for quite a long time and it started affecting me in a negative way like I started feeling like I was getting really like aggy and frustrated at small things I was stopping feeling the good benefits of it and I didn't feel anything at all apart from like yeah just feeling kind of negative and then also kind of getting more into my head with anxiety and stuff so I think with shrooms and microdosing and everything it's like obviously everything in um uh what's the word moderation moderation wait back to the balcony sex was it like in front of everyone like what was this like really public very it was very public we were really high up really high up yeah you you know even if you if you weren't standing I mean I would say it's a balcony it was a terrace with like like with like seats on it and a table and and everyone could you could see but we were so far away that it kind of worked out yeah Um, and fuck me I was really horny on the shrooms like I did not think that I would be horny at all um Nice. And I was like, I was like, oh my god, I'm feeling this. And then at one point, I was like, Fil- <laughs> don't even if, if you've seen it on my stories, I was just like filming the view whilst being fucked, like <laughs> trying really hard to like keep my mouth, keep my voice down, just being like. <clears throat> I think I had to cut off the end bit where I'm oh like, s- like trying to film the view, but actually just like swaying off because I'm not really focusing. Um, <laughs> I also went on holiday with one of my really, really good best friends. Mm -hmm. And we had conversations beforehand of like, oh, well, you know, if if my boyfriend comes, like, how do you feel about us being intimate with each other um, and like close? Because obviously we don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. And she was pretty cool with it. And when we moved to our third third location yeah there was no door, Florence. Like, I feel like you would have felt me in this situation. No door. It was only a curtain. Fuck. And... Like she was in the bathroom and we were like, you know, we a lot of our sex just starts off with like wrestling and play fighting. And then we went into sex and it was like so hot trying not to make a noise. And obviously Sam's trying to make me make a noise and I'm trying really hard like not to make the noise Fuck. because my friend is literally just behind a fucking curtain. Oh my God, poor And I'm there, and I'm there like, and then... <laughs> And it was a really good lay. Um, But then afterwards, I was like, I came out and she was like, oh, my God, your hair. You look like you're wearing a wig. (laughs) My hair was like so (laughs) fucked up. Um, And I was like, I'm so sorry. Did that, was that weird? Did that make you uncomfortable? She was like, nah, man. Like, I heard you're like fooling around. But then as soon as I heard the bed go, that's when I was like, okay, it's my cue to leave. So she she went. (laughs) So it was, yeah, it was was good. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it was some it was some good holiday sex, man. Like oh, holiday drink, sex is yeah. actually the best. It is and it isn't because I've had I've had relationships where the holiday sex like you're expecting to have really great holiday sex. Yeah. And then it actually just isn't or it's really drunk or you feel obligated to fuck and when you have it you're like a bit like oh, that was like really shit, you know? Like and I've, I hate that feeling. Yeah. Or again, it's that whole idea of, we're gonna have an amazing time on holiday. This is gonna be perfect. And it's not fucking perfect. And you argue and it's the same as being at home. 
Um, I, I just, know. I don't know what it was about this trip. This, the, the trip was great. Barely had any anxiety uh, and hardly any arguments. And the sex was great. I don't know what it was about this trip. Yeah. I'm so horny. So Florence, please, it's you've been back from LA now for a while. We need an update on your lover life. I've only been back for a week. Been back for a week. Really? It feels like a million years. <laughs> I know, right? It really does. Um, my situation, eh? Yeah, I guess I had like a hard, long think about what I really wanted after that last situationship with the viking Mm -hmm. um because that made me realize that i only really want to get into like relationships with people that are actually going somewhere that's like a life-changing moment right that's like that's really valuable to know yeah i think i spent a lot of time like if someone asked me what i'm looking for i would be like oh i don't really know like you know i'll just not really looking for anything i'll just go with the flow whatever mm-hmm. which but is also okay I think it's really to think as well anyone mm. else who thinks that going with the flow is great but when you're like when you know yeah i just know that i deep down want a really nice relationship that's like a growing relationship and a someone that I can be like a teammate with and I know that like loads of people will relate to this right now um I think there was a Lana Del Rey quote which was since the world's ending I'd quite like a boyfriend or something along those lines because the world is such a scary place at the moment and it feels like you know it wouldn't be so bad doing it with someone else and being kind of like yeah in a team with someone being having that security so you're not just out here by yourself intimacy is such a big part of I think like finding that inner peace and stability for me in particular I love you know I love having sex and cuddles and Mm. all of those things and anyway I've just decided that you know I want to be really out there with what I want as well so in all situations that I'm going into whether that's like dates or like people that I meet I'm gonna ask them really upfront. you know what are you looking for um or like what is it that you want and if it doesn't match with me then it I'm not gonna further investigate it no not wasting your energy yeah it's also Mm -hmm. like that the idea of you know, putting what you want out there. If you're not really true with your own thoughts and feelings and emotions, you can't find what you want. It's too hard. And yes, there is the idea of going with the flow, but you run the risk of being hurt in the process or not really respecting Mm. your own boundaries or doing things you wouldn't normally do. But yeah, I think it's- Yeah, which is what happened to me last time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I I think it scares a lot of people. A lot of people are- are, ter- are too scared to say that what they want, you know, especially when it is a, a relationship, a meaningful relationship, yeah. because they're so scared mm-hmm. that other people are going to see them uh, in a different way or that if they tell somebody that they're just seeing that it's going to scare them off. And it's like, well, then, yeah. you know, that's good. You want to scare those people off and away and you want to attract the people that aren't afraid to take that next step, that that don't have commitment issues and that want that in your life. Um, otherwise, yeah. it's just you're just going through a lot of like shit, really, and a lot a lot of 
unnecessary time, time wasters, basically. You don't know what the fuck they want. I actually saw something on Instagram. I want to read it out. It was on the account Your Diag Nonsense on um, Instagram. I think I sent it to you actually, Reed, as well. <laughs> and it said, read this if you're single. And it's kind of like, yes. you know, we we hear a lot of things when you're, we're single, like so much like different advice from people and it's all so contradictory. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, you know, like, is it bad to want a relationship or should I just be out here trying to be a single independent woman? You know, um, so this said, if you're, if someone is single and desperately wants a relationship, it doesn't mean they can't be on their own. It doesn't mean that they're not independent enough. It doesn't mean that they're not there. It doesn't mean that they're codependent. It doesn't mean that they don't love themselves enough. It doesn't mean that they're not okay alone. It means that they seek connection and companionship. And for them, that is important and this is okay. Because I think we're made to feel like wanting a relationship is wrong and it means that we're not satisfied being by ourselves. Mm -mm. And then it said, stop saying things like this. Don't settle wait for the right person, lower your standards, raise your standards, love yourself first. If you're not happy single, you won't be happy in a relationship. A relationship won't complete you. It happens when you least expect it. Mm. The reality is dating can be the literal worst. It's a mindfuck, a string of first and second dates, waiting for responses, bad communicators, disappointment, swiping that admits to nothing, being ignored, feeling undesirable, bad sex with strangers and ghosting. The list goes on because the efforts are boundless. I loved that post because mm. I think when you're single, you relate to all those things so much and you hear advice from all your different friends and everyone has something different to say and it's just good to know that like where you're at and what you want is okay and it's okay to want a relationship it doesn't mean that you know for me I had to sort of sit there with that and be like oh my god it doesn't mean that I'm not happy being by myself because I am happy being by myself it's just that I do seek companionship and a connection mm. I mean it's basically damned if you do, damned if you don't. Like, whatever Literally. you do, someone else is going to have uh, a different opinion on it. And I think mm -hmm. it's trying to just disregard those. Like, those other people aren't you. Yeah, they could be your best friends, or your family members, or think they know what's best for you. But really, like, you should know what's best for you. And you you, you got to make yeah. those mistakes. you got to go through life and figure all mm -hmm. that shit out. Like, it's... Yeah, it's all down to you. You are the center of the universe in this situation and you, you got to own it. You got to own what you want. Sometimes it's yeah. really hard to figure that out though when you're getting all these like fucking whispers and different advice, different it posts. But I think Just the hardest go with the hardest one is the whole like um, you know, strong independent woman idea mm -hmm. of you yeah, but and that's that's been sort of shoved down our throats for so long and even yeah. i feel that guilt and, and that sort of like weirdness of being in a relationship with a man even though i'm like but i am a strong independent woman um yeah and that, i think that's just as much as it is good and great to hear that because we can be strong independent people yeah it's okay to want to share that with somebody and have somebody there to like cool when you're feeling yeah. a bit down or you know it's actually human nature yeah i mean it's literally like, what it's, about it's basically why we're on this earth is to find somebody literally. to fuck like yeah <laughs> it's all in and our dna I, I think it can be really negative on our i don't know like our inner selves 
when we think like we try and go against like our natural mm-hmm. instincts and we we tell ourselves that our natural instincts are wrong and we just end up hating ourselves for it yeah if you want to find a partner you go find a partner but i think it's easier mm-hmm. once you actually accept that within yourself instead of yeah. trying to like fight against it if you're just like yeah, yeah man I want a partner. I want to have. I want to have a baby. I want to get married. I want to, you know, settle down. I want the next relationship to yeah. be years and years and years. I want to die old with somebody. Exactly. I did actually, whilst I was talking about that, remembered that I had a massive update. Oh yeah. Okay. We love a massive update. On the last, the last day that I was in LA, I found out from a friend that my ex, Quarantine Bay, has a new girlfriend fuck big that is that is hard news to hear it was hard news to hear um when i found out it was really like one of those like gut-wrenching moments and i felt like wow this hurts so much and it like, you know, I cried like immediately and like had all these emotions that I needed to release. And I was like, oh my God, I hate him. Yeah. I hate him. Hate. <laughs> um, and then, but there was this little voice in my head that was saying, well, you know, maybe this is what you needed. Yeah. Maybe this is what you needed to like properly let go. And with the like I had a couple of days processing the information and like it just sort of got lighter and lighter quite quickly for Mm. me um and I kind of settled down the the feelings I had towards him to be like you know what like he is an amazing person and he does deserve to be happy and we're both out here just trying to like live our lives now and I'm happy for him that he's found someone um and I'm happy that for me there are no more but what if yeah because that's that's the thing that's always been sort of like holding holding you back Mm -hmm. holding us back not allowing you to have that release and as much as it is painful it's like yeah as you said now you can let go and I think we also, our minds play tricks on ourselves and make us believe like, you know, we do the comparison thing or why did they pick them over me? Or why why is their relationship looking so much more perfect? Why am I still stuck where I am? You know, these are all the Mm. nasty things that we allow ourselves to, like we trick ourselves into thinking when in reality, it could be far from the truth. You know, it could be that they're still going through the same issues that you were going through. It's just a different time or they've learned something different. You know, we don't yeah. know what the future has to hold for them. It it might last years. It might last a couple of weeks. But the best yeah. thing you can do is just not beating yourself up about it and using it as a tool to help benefit yourself and push yourself further from this place and like learn from it. I mean, you've learned so yeah. much from the situation alone. Oh my God, yeah. Like, I don't regret any of it. And I think I needed to go through that experience to mm. understand love in new ways, to understand connection in new ways. And also, I think, like, this whole situation has probably helped me kind of get in touch with, like, deep, deep abandonment issues that mm. I that I have and I still haven't quite, like, got over and conquered and this whole 
yeah, this whole him having a new relationship thing has kind of cut that final cord of, well, he's just not for you. Yeah. And like, as much as I said that to myself so many times after the breakup, there was still that like little thought in the back of my head, like, what if he comes back? Because mm. he said this and he said that, like when we saw each other again, when we were still broken up, which was like just mind fuckery. And yeah, so it's just like, well, if he had been saying that he still like thinks about me and has feelings yeah. for me, then surely there must, like, there's a what if, you know, like what if he comes back and what do I do if he comes back? Do I want to be in that relationship? And it would just be a, a situation. But now it's like, well, that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's done now. It's just not going to happen. It's done. It's done. Mm. We can put it under the rug and... Not that she shoving it under the rug is like the wrong thing. Isn't yeah, it? Like, <laughs> yeah set it like free. Hiding it away. Set it free. Setting it free <laughs> yeah. is much better. Yeah, set yeah, it so, free. So proud of you and like how you've managed to deal with this information because it could it could really tear. It has really te- torn people up. It's torn me up before hearing about it and other yeah. people. You know, it's de- it can be devastating news, but changing your perspective around it around it and turning it into something that's like more of a positive and more of like a powerful life-changing mm. moment of learning can can yeah. really help you get through it and I think like you were already there you were ready ready you I was were always ready, ready to he- yeah hear the news um yeah and it's just like made you a stronger person now you're gonna have like the best life <laughs> can be like see ya all right Th- thanks for that now I can go into future relationships not having ties to that old relationship. Yeah. Like that would have sucked for mm. whoever I end up with. So I'm just excited. I think it happened at a really, really good time. It was mm-hmm. great timing. Um, and it has allowed me to now be ready for whatever comes into my life. Yay, that sounds Yay. so amazing. How, how do you feel about, you know, having your last trip in LA and now being back in London? Is it a more positive experience than last time have you learned anything have you are you striving for anything I had this moment like the morning after I came back and I woke up so early because of jet lag and (laughs) I watched the sun rise and I was sitting on my balcony and I just had like a memory I was just like okay See, he was like, I was just like, you were just driving around LA, your Mustang, just like living your best life. Like, how the fuck did that happen? Um, and I just sat there, laughed to myself, and then started like happy crying. Aww. And I was just like, it was so, nice. so amazing. And in that moment, I felt so much peace because I felt like seen. I'm going to sound really spiritual when I say this. I, I felt seen by the universe, and nice. I felt like I was getting. Or I had been, I don't know, just noticed and life was kind of just working out for me. That's so good. That, that feels like so right. Like yeah. you could finally breathe, you know? Yeah. After all Yeah, this time. even with the f- whole fucking news of the new girlfriend thing, I was yeah. just like, things are right. Things are good. Oh my God. <laughs> Apparently there is a new thing that people are doing where they take a bit of their vaginal juice 
and they wear it as a perfume and it's called vapping or vabbing. 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 It's like vaporizing. <laughs> vabbing. Vabbing. Um, vabbing. Yes. This sounds amazing. I mean, I feel like we've been doing that from the dawn of time. You know, there are actual brands that try and create. Wait, what? No, you don't think there are there are literal perfume brands that have like tried to create the smell of vag and, and sex hormones, all that stuff. Uh, it makes sense, but this is like what you dip your fingers into your mm. vag and like mm. fully put them on your neck, your wrists. Yeah, because it's supposed to get all your pheromones out there and like attract people that you know are attracted to your sexual scent. Oh my god, I think I'm gonna next time I see Sam, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna see oh if my god, he knows. Please do. I need to I could do it just need to make sure I'm not having a bad BV day yeah (laughs) yeah I mean at the moment I wonder if my UTI smells like anything you know (laughs) probably just smells of like like platelets and blood cells coming out my piss (laughs) let's make sure we've got like a when we're having like a healthy vagina day let's do it good vag day good vag day see what happens I do feel like I do feel like when I'm on my period, I get a little bit more attention than usual. You know what? That's really interesting that you said that because this morning on my walk when I was in pain, going around with my cramps, I swear every single man was like checking me out. Really? Mm. It might be also because I'm wearing a top where my tits are completely out, but still. I mean, that that could also be it. (laughs) But maybe, because it's the, the, not necessarily the smell of period. I also think, that, you know, it's like what well, evolution, right? Is because we're our most horniest after our period. But then again, yeah. evolutionary, that's kind of like, that doesn't make sense because we, we're yeah, not ovulating around our yeah. period. We, we should be most attractive when we're ovulating, I would yeah. say. Yeah, like evolutionary. Maybe, maybe that, you should okay, ask, so- do a test, ask Sam... Just like to rate his attractiveness to you on every day of the month. Imagine! Imagine! He was not attracted to me yesterday. You know, on the way home, when you're both in like a really shitty mood. Uh And he was literally like, we were not in a good place. That would have been like a zero. Like zero on level of attraction. Uh, And I was in that weird place where I was like, get away from me. But like, don't fucking leave me. Because I'm like so lonely, but so angry, you know? It's like (laughs) such a weird space. Uh, And I was like, do you want to come back to mine? He was like, no, I do not. And I was like, fucking, like so angry about it. But like, I did not want, I needed space. Yeah. Such a weird, such a weird head fuck when that shit happens. That is, that is a weird, weird situation. Fuck me. So what happened with that threesome? that you <gasps> never told us about it. Okay, yes, threesome. Um, we're calling it the unsuccessful threesome because the threesome never happened, even though uh-huh. it was successful in that we both learned something collectively. Because <laughs> um, I, I feel like it's kind of harsh calling it the unsuccessful threesome. It's kind of like- The unsuccessful threesome. Yeah. But when it wasn't, fuck, it was- so it wasn't a threesome. Yeah, it wasn't successful. Uh, so yeah, we went on a date with somebody that Sam had been chatting to on Field, mm-hmm. and we met up. And I think it's one of those where you know when you just don't know, 
You're like, yeah. you, you, you should follow your gut. And uh-huh. instantly I was like, I'm not sure I'm attracted to this person. Because you've got another person there, because you've got your partner there, you're trying to figure out if they're attracted, if, if you're doing it for them, if, if this could be a fun, exciting occasion, especially because, you know what we're like, sometimes we're, we're yeah. really horny and then we go on a date and then we're not horny. But then mm. we end up having sex and it's amazing. Like yeah. It's so, sometimes so hard to figure out where your mind's at. So during the day, every time they went to the toilet, Sam and I were like, do you, do you, what are you, what are you feeling? Like trying to have like a little moment. Like, yeah. We were both just like, I don't know, what are you thinking? And um, there were, it was confusing because I think I was ready to call it then and there at the drink, mm-hmm. but then uh, Sam invited them back to mine. So I was like, oh, oh, he's on it. Okay, all right, okay, let's do this. And then I was also feeling jet lag. This was after LA. And it was just one of those kind of semi-awkward situations of sitting around trying to see if we catch a vibe i could not catch a vibe off of them i i couldn't get any like flirty behavior or any sort of sex talk afterwards sam said that they caught a flirty vibe so i i i, I don't know it was really tough and in the end it just oh. went on for way too long you know it got to like maybe like 10 11 at night and in the end i was like hey so yeah i'm I'm, I'm sorry, like, I'm just not feeling this. Of course, still in the back of your mind, you're still going, is this a wasted date? Is this wasted time? You know, uh, should we be having sex with this person? Am mm. I, am I a, you know, am I a bad person for not being attracted to them? Am I, no. am I going to ruin this situation for my partner? All these thoughts are going through mm. your head. Like, maybe if I just suck it up and, and we have sex and it could be amazing. But the things you just don't know whether or not it could just be, re- it could I don't be a think bad we fucking experience. Ever force ourselves to have sex when we don't, when yeah. we're not feeling it. It's never going to end up not. good. And I think it's really important to be honest in those situations and just like, if you're not feeling it, you're not feeling it. That's just what happens on dates. Like I've been on so many dates where it's just ended up being awkward and I thought that I should have listened to my gut at the beginning. Yes, yeah. Yeah. I I feel like it needed to happen so Sam and I could figure out how to navigate a date where we're not attracted to the person and we don't want... It was was such a good learning experience and also how to read the other person and sort of like we need like a code word or a sign or, you know, I think if it's an I'm not sure, then it's a no-go. I think Mm. that that should be our rule. I don't know for everyone else, but I feel when you are very clearly attracted to somebody, it's very obvious. Sometimes it can be a bit slow and awkward and a little bit like, oh, don't know how to work it out. But when it's like, oh, I don't know. And when you're just thinking like, I'm just tired, I'm just so tired and Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do next and you need to call it. But it's also like, how do you call it? How do you call it? Especially if they might be really into you or they might be really forthcoming um it's yeah it's trying to figure that shit out like how how do you say to somebody that you've invited back to your place like hey like thanks for coming over this has been really fun but you know i'm just not feeling it tonight like and it but you know like when i'm awkward I, i end up talking loads and so i end up being like Oh, maybe we could go out for a drink again or like see each other another time or I'll message oh you about it. Oh my God, I can you know, imagine like, what you would like in that situation. Like, <laughs> I just like run my mouth. I run my yeah, mouth. That's wild. Luckily, I don't think I did. The only other thing was I messaged them 
a few days later to check in and just apologize and be like that was totally my bad for not calling it out and yeah. i didn't get a response at all mm. um and i'm still i think i'm still thinking about that as like fuck did i do something wrong did i i, I must have done something wrong or they must have been pissed off with me. I mean, you had a bad like experience, that. they had a bad experience, and they probably just want to, like, put it past them. Yeah. Behind the thing them. is, I don't think it was... It wasn't bad. It just was an unsuccessful threesome. I don't think there was any bad vibes. We had a nice time hanging out together. We were, like, listening to music and having some drinks, and, and it felt comfortable, very yeah. comfortable. But it just didn't end up in sex. Yeah. Well, curious fuckers, I think it's time for us to wrap this episode up. Yeah, I need to pop in my hemorrhoids. I need to piss out my UTI. <laughs> Make sure you follow us on social media at Florence Bark, at Read Amber X, and at Come Curious. And we also have everything on the YouTube channel, baby. So make sure you check that out if you need more goodness from us. Oh yeah, some good LA vlogs up on there. Yes. Yeah. The LA vlogs of deliciousness. You yes. can see what we got up to. It was lots of fun. Yay. Lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. All right, we should really fuck off now. Love okay. you all. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.